It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. The other side of midnight presents. What you're about to hear is not a news broadcast. Perhaps you can help solve a mystery. This is the Morano mystery. About a year ago, I was exposed to a fascinating podcast hosted by T.Z. Borden called Tapes from the Dark Side. And uh, it takes a deep dive into true crime. If you want to know how and why people get hooked on true crime dramas, either on uh, in podcast form, in radio form... Or on television, you need only to listen to uh, tapes from the dark uh, from the uh, dark side. It's a true crime podcast that has been out a couple of years, and they have a uh, a brand new season out that deals with a fascinating case. Uh, the show was created by T. Z. Borden, who is a former camera technician. He worked in the film industry for about a decade, and uh, here he is now doing this podcast. Flattered uh, that he has agreed to stay up late with us. TZ, it is great to uh, talk with you. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Frank. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. What is Tapes from the Dark Side? So it is a true crime podcast, serialized, so that basically means we tell a different story each season um, over the course of maybe three to eight episodes, eight or nine episodes. In this new season, we're looking at a crime out of Arizona. It is a a police shooting that the body cam footage went uh, kind of viral back when it happened. Um, but since then, it's kind of quieted down. And I just I just was fascinated mm. by the case the first time I saw the the body cam footage, and that's what kind of grabbed me. Yeah, I want to get into the new season in just a second, but folks who might be unfamiliar with Tapes from the Dark Side, I'd love for you to explain a lot of what you do that's just so unique. So much of what you do involves using original uh, original audio or kind of primary sources in telling the story. Explain to folks who haven't listened to the podcast how that works. Sure. So it's kind of... Um in the manner of maybe like a documentary you might see on investigation discovery kind of in that vein where we take a lot of clips, news clips, original footage, like Frank was saying, body cam footage, interviews, um, basically anything we can find that's relevant to the case. And then we try to pick out the most interesting pieces that tell a story. So I'm just kind of the narrator, just kind of guiding you through and, I try to stay neutral. I try mm. to present this story and present these clips to you. And then, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily have the answers. I try to present it to you and it's up to you to make up your mind. What, what I like about the multiple seasons of this podcast that I've listened to is that these were not cases. These were not crimes that I was familiar with. You uh, focus on bizarre and sometimes lesser known uh, true crime tales. Now, why why do you do that? Why not do um, a podcast about a crime that everyone knows about the, uh, the the Kennedy assassination or the George Floyd murder, for instance? Why do you pick ones that uh, you have to dig a, a little bit farther than page one to know what's going on? 
So much has already been said about those cases, and there's been so many documentary. I mean, Netflix, it seems like every month they have a new Ted Bundy documentary. Mm, right. And that there's nothing wrong with that. It's fascinating. He's a fascinating character. But uh, between the cracks and in the gaps, there's so many figures that we've never heard of. And they might have had a, a slight spotlight, uh, maybe a few minutes in the spotlight, but they've since faded but underneath the surface, there is really just as much and sometimes even more interesting stuff than the big name cases uh, I found. Th no, that's for sure. Uh, people are just tuning in. We're talking with TZ Borden. He's the host of uh, Tapes from the Dark Side. You can go to the website, uh, tapesfromthedarkside.com, or you can search Tapes from the Dark Side wherever um, wherever you get your podcast. Just search it. It comes right up. You alluded to the Ted Bundy documentary. I came across a statistic yesterday which shows that that documentary series has now been viewed something like over a billion times, which is astounding. Your podcast has been uh, enormously uh, successful as well. There's been There have been over a half a million confirmed downloads of your podcast. Why do you think people are so hooked, whether it's books, whether it's radio, podcasts, documentaries, films, why are people so hooked on the genre of true crime? And what does that say about the psychology of the American public? That's a good question. I, I know for myself I got interested in it because it's kind of a taboo topic that's kind of exists on the fringes of society. It's not necessarily something you can bring up at Thanksgiving dinner. So there's, um, there's kind of a limited, uh, area in society, in your life that you can really think about and discuss these kind of things. So I think when people find a little community, say it's a Facebook community or a something like that, where people are talking about true crime, it's kind of like, uh, enticing. And then these stories, uh, you know, the old quote that uh, truth is stranger than fiction. And I, I've found that to be absolutely the case. Um, the stories I've found in real life are way more dramatic than any Hollywood movie um, that I've seen. Mm. And so I think that's what that's what really gets people hooked in is is, you know, these things really happened. I think that's that's the grab is that this could happen. Could this happen to me? Is there anything maybe I could learn from listening to this true crime a show that could prevent me from becoming a victim one day? Or, you know, those kind of thoughts, those kind of um, interests. Give us the Reader's Digest version of a couple of the cases that you've covered in previous seasons. So the um, Dylan Redwine murder was a 13-year-old boy in uh, Colorado who went missing. And this was the very first crime that, that hooked me into uh, true crime podcasting because what we found out later was that the boy's father had just, um, he had been involved in uh, fetish, sexual fetishes that were extremely, um, extremely depraved. And he had taken photographs of himself um, doing some very depraved things. And we found out the 13 year old boy who was his son had just found those photographs mm. on his computer just months before the son went missing. 
Now the sun's skull, <clears throat> excuse me, the sun's skull was found a mile as the crow flies from the dad's house. Um, and then they found the rest of some of his bones. And, and so it just blew my mind, you know, it's an unimaginable crime. How could you, uh, do that to your own family? Mm. Um, and so that case, you know, went through the legal proceedings as, as we were kind of finishing it up and he ended up getting 48 years in, in prison for that crime. Mm. Uh, so um, go ahead. No, I was just going to go to another case, but if you had a well, no, I, I, yeah, I do. People should check out tapesfromthedarkside.com and delve into the previous four seasons. They're all fascinating cases. Let's talk about the situation involving uh, Daniel Shaver. January 18th, 2016, he's fatally shot by a police officer at a hotel in the hallway of a hotel in Mesa, Arizona. Here's the trailer for season five of Tapes from the Dark Side. You know those dads who literally never sit down? That was Danny. He constantly was doing something either for them or with them. Hashtag girl dad, totally. We hope to one day have a son, which was taken from us. If you make a mistake, there's a very severe possibility you're both going to get shot. Do you understand that? Yes. Wanted to do our best to secure, make sure everybody was safe. So we started making verbal commands. Shut up. You listen, you obey. You started screaming. I would describe it as yelling very loudly. Please do not shoot me. Okay, listen to my instructions. I'm trying to do it. Don't talk. Listen. He's crawling towards the police, crying, please, please don't shoot me. The officer shot him five times. Do not put your hands down for any reason. You think you're going to fall, you better fall on your face. Crawl towards me! <laughs> Jesus Christ, they murdered that guy! And, and he gets, blood. he got off. And he got blood. off. They, they murdered, they, they killed this guy. I mean, it looks, it looks a lot like murder. Cop who killed, fired from the force, is now getting paid, collecting a taxpayer-funded check every month for the rest of his life. She received a phone call from her eight-year-old school. She tried choking herself while she was at school and told her friend that she wanted to die. I lost everything in my life. Mesa's watching every single video on here, so I want to make this message very clear to them. I am not going to stop fighting until my husband gets justice. You didn't realize who you were messing with when you killed Daniel Shaver. I am Lainey Sweet, I'm his wife, and I will not stop fighting. Uh, T.Z. Borden, uh, host of Tapes from the Dark Side, is with us. That is the focus of season five. A very different, difficult but very compelling trailer to listen to. Why did you pick the shooting of Daniel Shaver to focus on for this season? It was one of those things where the first time I saw that body cam footage, there's a you can go on right now. You'll have to sign into YouTube because it's age restricted. But if you search Daniel Shaver shooting, there's a five minute video of the body cam footage and it is very graphic. Um, it's raw, unedited, and it just kind of blew my mind. I, I you know, we hear about um, police brutality and I think sometimes in, in many cases it can be over overstated, maybe exaggerated. Um, but in this case, it just seemed so clear cut that something wrong had happened, that the police had acted in an unethical way. And 
it just kind of like, like I said before, it was one of those things that was in the spotlight for a moment and then it just kind of disappeared. Um, and so that's what I really wanted to focus in on it. Um, we're talking with uh, TZ Borden. He's the host of uh, Tapes from the Dark Side. How do you go about researching something like this, a case that's fairly recent, a case that takes place in an era where there is a lot of commentary on it, where there is uh, body camera footage on it? Where do you begin in terms of researching something like this? Well, one of the things that um, I wanted to find out as I started getting into it was what was the public's reaction? Because the body cam footage wasn't released until after the trial of the officer. The officer was actually charged with second degree murder, which in itself is a very rare thing. And we he was found, too many. found not guilty, right? He was found not guilty, um, but the footage didn't come out until after the trial, at least for the public. You know, every, the jurors got to see the footage. And what was what was very interesting to me, it, it was... Um, I kind of could guess that mainstream media, more liberal media would be, you know, have a negative reaction to it. But as you heard in the trailer, we had um, Glenn Beck, we had a clip from Ben Shapiro, and we had um, Matt Walsh writing an article. And it, and I know earlier in the in your show you were talking about events that maybe could unite the country, such as. 9-11 traumatic events. And I'm not saying this is anything like that, but it seemed like one of those moments that broke through the political divide and everyone could kind of see that something wrong had happened here. Um, right. Uh, ben Shapiro and Glenn Beck are not exactly known to be, um, you know, guys that uh, blame the cops for everything and rush to indict every police officer that's involved in a shooting. Right, exactly. Matt Walsh, I know, is another major conservative figure. I found an article he wrote uh, titled, quote, there's nothing conservative about defending police when they murder innocent people. So just very strong wording. Um, people seem to really agree, despite the jury's decision, that uh, a murder of some kind had occurred here. Yeah, it's uh, really a very, very sad situation overall. Now, I know there was some uh, there was some civil litigation involved in this case as well after the criminal trial, right? Yeah, it actually just was settled. Um, we put out some of our episodes early on Patreon, and right after we published the full season there on the public feed, we're on episode um, four. Um, but right after we published the full season, so I had you know finished everything, the widow came to a settlement. Um, very surprisingly, for uh, $8 million, which is fairly high. I think the parents only came to about a million and a half dollars. So it was uh, it was kind of a breaking moment in the case. We thought they were going to go to um, trial in the civil case, but the, uh, the, the widow, I think, had been so traumatized sure. by this whole experience. She wants to she wants to try to move on in some kind of way. On on the website, tapesfromthedarkside.com, you're selling T-shirts advocating for justice for Daniel. What, what would justice for Daniel look like at this point? The criminal case has been adjudicated. The civil case uh, has settled. What would be additional justice at this point? There's two issues. One, that um, 
we'd be interested to see it's a long shot but the uh the federal um the feds announced they were investigating the case back in 2018 now we haven't heard any update it's been 4 years we know sometimes they come out years later and announce charges but that is somewhat of a fading um hope at this point and the charges would be possibly against the officer who was giving orders now he I see. currently yeah he currently lives in the philippines he retired shortly after the um shortly after the incident happened and moved his family to the philippines um the other thing that we're hoping for which i think is more reasonable is that the officer who fired the shots was fired from the department because he had an inscription on his gun that violated um policy and after the verdict came out he was there was kind of a backdoor deal in mesa where he was rehired um then he was given a medical diagnosis of ptsd and he now collects twenty five hundred dollars tax-free every month which he'll get until the end of his natural life he was determined to be medically retired by uh, purposes of ptsd so um we think that $2,500 a month payment was obtained unethically. Mm. And we think that it would be right for the city to at least discuss ending that payment. What has been the response, if any, to your work from Daniel Shaver's family? So I was in touch with Lainey Sweet for a little while, who was um, his widow. It, very In the very beginning of the case, now these these this season took about a year to research and write and record. So she had had agreed to do an interview with us. She really wanted just more eyes on the case. Um, right now I've had some trouble reconnecting with her. I think it has a lot to do with her settling the civil case. So I'm not sure if she is open to that also because she now settled for the $8 million dollars. Um, we were going to give half of our proceeds to help her and her kids. I'm not sure if she needs that anymore. I'm, I'm still trying to reach out to her. So if it doesn't happen there, we're trying to get some kind of uh, police reform, mm. perhaps donation, something like that. Wow. Well, uh, as we've seen with the serial podcast, we've seen that uh, these crimes, the outcomes of these cases can very much be altered by uh, the interest that arises from folks doing podcasts like yours. So we're wishing you the the best of luck. I am curious. Uh, I, I am a big fan of the show on uh, Hulu, Only Murders in the Building, which deals with, it's a comedy, obviously, but it deals with the main characters hosting a crime podcast. Have you seen that show? And as somebody that actually does this, what did you think of it? I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot about it. I've heard it's... Uh... It's pretty spot on. That's what I've heard from people. Well, yeah, we got to get you come back and uh, give a review. Want to encourage people to check out the most recent season of Tapes from the Dark Side. Check it out, tapesfromthedarkside.com. TZ Borden, always appreciate you making some time for us. All right. Thank you so much, Frank. Thank you. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, you're welcome to give me a call at 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight.